this is Tom Williams, and you are listening to Talk Theater in Chicago's interview podcast. Well, the summer is upon us, and the big show in town is going to be the world premiere of The Jungle Book. And from that, I have one of the great actors who's now working in Chicago and who has for a while done a great amount of work. His name is Usman Ali. Mm-hmm. Hello, Usman. Hi, how are you? Great. Tell us about The Jungle Boy, The Jungle uh, Book. The Jungle Book. Well, um, this is Mary Zimmerman's uh, adaptation of The Jungle Book based on the uh, the Disney cartoon film. Uh, and I grew up watching that film quite a bit, that cartoon. Well, you got me on that. I, I'm, I'm too old for that. I've never <laughs> seen it. Well, well uh, it, I think it came out in the 70s, but I was watching it in the early, early 80s. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's a story about... Uh, a young boy who's found in the jungle uh, by some of the animals there and they basically take care of him he grows up to, for a few years with them until uh, one of them realizes that look, he's got to go back to the man village and be with the people that are like him because uh, it's not safe for him and one day when he grows up he won't be safe for us either um, throughout the play he's also being pursued by Shere Khan the tiger being played by Larry Yando uh, perfect villain yeah he, mo- he moves from being a from being a, a lion to a tiger. <laughs> exactly, um, and uh, so there's this this uh, this pursuit that's happening, and eventually, my character is Bagheera, the panther, and uh, I'm sort of his, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, a father figure to him. I sort of. Uh, I take him under my wing and I sort of uh, teach him about the jungle, teach him about the code of laws, what to do, what not to do, and then eventually I'm the one who says, I have to take you back to the man village where you'll be safe to get so away. So you have a major key role in this. Yes. Uh, the, you know, the principal roles in it are myself, Mowgli, the little boy, and we have an, a great 10-year-old kid who's playing that role, uh, Baloo the bear, who sings a very famous song, The Bear Necessities that uh, a lot of musical theater people I'm sure would be familiar with and uh, and Shere Khan as well and then there's a huge ensemble that play a variety of different roles so this well. is a musical this is a yeah. musical this yeah. is a full-fledged uh, musical uh, I think Mary you know she does a lot of shows that have music in them and yeah, have some right. singing I've done a few of her shows now but this is the first time I'm working with her on what would be considered musical? Um, Richard Sherman, who uh, oh, big the, name. oh yeah, big yeah, he name. wrote the original score, and he's been in a few of our rehearsals as well, and uh, it's been great. It's been amazing. And Doug Peck is doing the arrangement. Doug Peck is doing the arrangement. Well, he's well. one of the best. Yeah. yeah, and so you know we've had people from Disney come in as well to see the runs of the show so far in rehearsals. It's very exciting because it's wow. It's, what? The potential for this show is huge. So yeah, it sure is. Yeah. It's going to be a home run for everybody, I have a feeling. I hope so. I, you know, it's just the cast is really, really strong. Uh, the direction is very strong. The artistic team, the music, uh, it's all coming together very nicely. So, Well, theaters like the Goodman have the big budget. Mm-hmm. And when they, when they want to take on a major show, they have the assets to do it. I do think it's at the right theater. Yeah. You know, they're the right people to be doing it. So. Well, and as the Tony showed uh, yeah. the other night, originating things in Chicago do do know, rather right? well. Wasn't that something? Yeah. That, was, that was pretty amazing. And <laughs> yeah, we, sure I think was. we were all very touched by what uh, what Tracy had to say at his And Martha. His yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. That, was, that was great. Okay, so this is a major musical. Now, how many songs do you sing? You know, 
my character yeah, okay. is the only one that actually doesn't have a solo song, uh, and that is based even in the the cartoon film. Okay. All the, there are a few characters that sing, but he doesn't, and so that stays the same. I do have a, I do sing a major number in the song with the entire cast, and there's a lot of dance and a lot of choreography, but I don't have any any, any solo numbers. I had to ask you that because I did, I wondered about you as a singer. Mm-hmm. However, when I saw you in in Oklahoma, you did sing. I did sing. And you were you were terrific. Oh, thank you, thank you. I uh, yeah, but you, that was one of those songs which is so fun to do because it's it's like a talky song. You know, mm-hmm. you can sort of play with it however you want. There's no like specific note that you have to hit or belt out ever, you know, so I had a lot of fun with it. Are you a trained singer? No, I'm not. I I went to school for theater. I have a master's in in, in acting, but I've always been doing what is considered, I guess, quote-unquote, straight plays, you know. Uh, No one has ever seen me as a musical theater type until Gary Griffin somehow uh, just said I'd like to see him for this role, invited me in. Well, Gary's been well known for casting people who are at least a double, sometimes mm-hmm. a triple threat in musicals. Mm-hmm. And when he knows when when a role takes a top actor, yeah. a, as the role in Oklahoma did as playing the, the peddler, mm-hmm. that you go for the actor. Right. Especially when he knew you didn't have to hit high notes to Yeah, sing. you know, yeah. it was a fun number. And so I had fun doing it. And Gary, you're right. I mean, he knew what he wanted out of the role. He knew he could get that from me and we could get there together. And so... Um, you know, he put a lot of faith in me, and it seems to have paid off quite well. Well, and how is Mary Zimmerman to work for? I when I let me tell you this, when I interviewed her, mm-hmm. I was the fourth interview uh-huh. that she did. I saw three of the other ones. We had to wait our turn, so I said, "Oh my God, I got to ask her the same questions." Yeah, and she found a way in each interview of answering the same questions differently sure. but not contradicting herself now that's genius yeah you know she's mary is uh is a very good person to work with um one of the greatest characteristics of mary apart from her artistic ability which is everyone knows um is that she's incredibly loyal to the people that she works with you know if you i the first show i did with her was the arabian nights and we did it uh, it was a remount <clears throat> and we did it here in chicago and then in dc as i well. saw that terrific yeah, show yeah and you know she she and i worked together then she was very collaborative very open to exploring things together uh, I then worked with her on the remount of metamorphoses you know she knows um, what people are good at she knows our strengths and what are what what might be challenging for us and she allows us to go there you know and to work together to find it so I've had a long-standing sort of relationship with her she's very professional and very you know she knows how to find the story in anything, I yeah, mean, like, she is we a need storyteller. Focus yes, on the yes. story, and that's always very helpful when you're a performer to have somebody who can keep redirecting you to don't. Let's not get carried away with various things. We what, what we're telling is an organic story where the entire ensemble is is working towards the same objective. You know? And I'm hearing you say she trusts her actors too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and she, she gives you the the chance to try something yeah she trusts you but she also challenges you to like okay. break free of some of those you know all of us actors have certain things that we know we can do well and so you fall into these like comfort zones and she definitely will call you on that sometimes and let you and and urge you to find something different you know um that's got to be rewarding it is yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah very rewarding um so I, I have you know nothing but warm things to say about my experience working with Mary. And working at the Goodman. 
Everybody tells me this is one of the best places to work. Yeah, this is my debut. Yes, it Goodman. is. And I, uh, I've been in Chicago for a few years, so I've been waiting my, biding my time, I guess, to, to, to work here. So far, so good. Everything's been very nice. They're very, they take care of their actors, and it's exciting to be at a theater that has. Uh, so much uh, notoriety everyone knows about it you know everyone knows that you're in a show at the Goodman yeah it's it's a world class theater absolutely yeah. yeah and uh getting back to what you said about Mary Zimmerman being loyal Larry Yondo and a number of people mm-hmm. are in besides yourself have worked with her yeah, in the past absolutely. yeah and this is a great mix of people because you know there's other actors Anjali Bimani for instance is in this she has worked with Mary I think she did the original Metamorphoses on mm-hmm. Broadway she's done a variety of shows with her Mirror of the Invisible World, I think, was the other. Um, so it's a great mix of people who know Mary, who've worked with her, and then there's also some people in the cast who've never worked with her, but have, of course, an awareness of her work. For instance, uh, one of I think one of the best uh, actors we have in, in this show is Andre De Shields, and uh, you know he's from New York, and he is. Aware- I've seen him before. He's strong. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. in. Um, uh, Camino Real here. At the That's right. As well. And so he, uh, you know, he's playing this fantastic role and he's never worked with her before, but it's it's great to have that new energy in there too. It's a, it's a really good mix of people. You know? How about the children? We have yeah. two kids. Yeah, we have a, a boy, a little boy and a little girl and we also have their alternates, of course. They're great. I don't know where she found them because they're like right on. I mean, our little boy Mowgli has a lot of lines. He has a lot of blocking to learn. He has singing. But he, you know, she almost talks to him like he's an adult, you know. And initially I was like, I wonder if this is going to go over his head. But he's a very smart, bright boy. And he uh, he picks up on it very, very well. It's amazing how good the, the young kids are today. Yeah. I've seen a number of shows. Uh, the Oliver show they did at Drury Lane was filled with kids that mm-hmm. were just... If you didn't know they were small, you thought they were 35. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing here. Yeah, absolutely. Very, you know, very professional, I suppose. Very seasoned is uh, how it feels sometimes. Obviously, they're still kids and they do certain things that, you know, they're not aware of. But, you know, it's she does really well to, to communicate her ideas to them and, and they, they catch on very fast. Well, that's great. Um, so you're enjoying the role? I am. You know, uh, this is a role... That you know, this is a character that I, as a child, loved. I loved watching. When I watched the Jungle Book, I wanted to be Bagheera, and now I am Bagheera in the stage, the world premiere stage production. Well, so. that's gotta be exciting. Yeah, very, very exciting. And you never. It, but is I, your interpretation similar to the cartoon? Or I don't think so okay. entirely. You know, the cartoon is there's a very strong English accent, and he's okay. very sort of uh, uh, conservative in some ways. Um, I'm trying to give him some more uh, warmth is is the the idea and and playfulness as well you know and also including some of the because you know they're based on these stories written by Rudyard Kipling mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to find some of that in there too some of the Kipling the way Kipling wrote the character in there. So did you read the Kipling and so forth? Yeah, I've read some of it and uh, I I have an, I have a familiarity with a lot of his work as well so do you think that helps you advise young actors to do that when they're playing a role based on a famous work? Absolutely. I think it's very helpful to do whatever kind of research you can, especially literary research. Uh, I don't know if you necessarily want to watch a production or something. Some people like to do that where they'll watch a previous production of a show they're about to do. I, I certainly feel like that misinforms me. It makes me feel like I need to mimic or, or you know... Yeah, that can be others. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, finding uh, the literary sort of work that will that'll assist you in understanding the world and when, when it was written... Uh, and understanding just just the general makeup of 
of what the person who wrote it was trying to do. I think that all of that's very, very helpful. So. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. So it sounds like it's going to be a good show. A little commercial for it. Okay. I know it opens. They told me the the press opening is July 1st. Yeah. But you start in previews pretty soon, we right? We start previews uh, on the 21st. 21st of June. June. Yeah. Okay. And so we go into tech this week. Um, I think on Friday we're going into tech. And then we've got a full week of that. And then we go into first preview. That should be. <laughs> And how long is the run here in Chicago? I think we're running, you know, I, I'm unsure of now because I know it's probably going to extend. They extended uh, it already, I think, oh, okay. to the end of July. Sure, I yeah. I would imagine probably sometime there, maybe into the first week of August, something like that is what my understanding is. But, it, you know, I don't know what sort of space they're leaving for further extensions. This looks like it's another one of those start in Chicago end up on Broadway and end up on a tour. Yeah, let's hope so, right? Yeah. Uh, it's We go to Boston after this. You go, oh, okay, you are going to Boston. Yeah, so we're Good. taking it to the Huntington in Boston, which is a great theater company. So, And that's right after here. So we'll be there until the end of October. I have a feeling that, that this thing is going to get legs. I hope so, yeah. You know, it's there's so many things that go into the decision-making process of what goes to Broadway and what doesn't. I'm not privy to those conversations, but... It mystifies me sometimes of the yeah. shows who do go and don't go. Sure, yeah. Like why Iceman Cometh didn't mm -hmm. go mm -hmm. is still beyond me. Well, you yeah, know. it's somebody else's decision, I guess. Yeah, that's well, that's great. Um, so you are you are initiating a role, yeah, in a world premiere show yes. that's at least going to Boston, probably further. Sure. That's got to be exciting. It is exciting. And, you know, it's one of the great things about working in Chicago. I've had the opportunity of originating a lot of roles here that have got, had life further on, sometimes without me, unfortunately, uh, and sometimes with me, you know. Well, with you wasn't uh, the elaborate entrance yeah. uh, of Chad Deity. Yes, that's you correct. You took that show on, on the road. Didn't yeah, you? we did. We, uh, you know, we... By the way, congratulations for the, the Jeff Award Thank for, you. for Best Actor. For yeah, the nomination. Show. The nomination. Nomination. Yeah, I didn't win it, but... <laughs> But uh, but I um, I yeah we took Chad Deity we did the original here mm -hmm. we world premiered it here we workshopped it we did all that hard work and it was a hit and then we took it to New York at second stage off Broadway and then a year after that we took it to L A to the Geffen Playhouse oh I didn't is, know you went to L A yeah with yeah and now it's uh, it's one of those things that there was a, for a period of time there was a lot of talk that it would go to Broadway and I guess it didn't. Uh, and instead now it's kind of it's all over the country and regional theaters being done by different casts and directors which is great for the for the playwright somebody will figure out to, to mount it because it's a crowd pleasing show yeah it is it is it's a very crowd pleasing show and it has a lot of depth to it you might not think that when you go in but it does go there it's a great play yes it is yeah. uh, one of the other things how about Disgraced. Disgraced. Now, you did win for that one. No, no? I, uh, we, uh, that was a, a nomination as well. I was nominated for a Jeff Award for Best Actor in a Principal Role. I lost that to Larry Ando. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. For, for, for Angels, Angels in America. Yeah. Which, he's a hard guy to yeah, beat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's fine. I mean, I didn't see the production, but I heard he was, he was phenomenal. Uh, but we did win the Pulitzer. Yes, you did. So it was one of the best plays to originate in Chicago in yeah, years. Yeah. I mean, at ATC, that little small theater. Yeah. You know, I cover them, and when you when I cover a theater company, I go to all their shows. So I go, I don't know what about. And we were blown away by how good that show, how good okay. you guys were, and how good the writing was. Yeah, yeah. For it a, was, new, a young writer, too. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those very collaborative processes as well. We were in the room 
you know, changing lines with him and figuring things out and what worked, what didn't work, arguing, going back and forth. It was very, very collaborative. And it was a big hit and it did very, very well. But uh, And I think it, it went on to New York, but without us, which is, I think the gift and the curse of being a Chicago actor oftentimes is, you know, sometimes you get to do really phenomenal work, but not always do you get to travel with it and get more people I think it. that's we're chipping away yeah I think shows like that and what Steppenwolf has been doing and the Goodman and Sense shows are I think we're chipping away I think the arrogance they now realize Chicago actors are terrific yeah. how often do they come here and loot our actors for national tours <laughs> yeah yeah. No, that's true you know again and I don't know what the what the um discussions are or the decisions that are being made when they decide that sort of thing so the best you can really do is just do your job you know and do it well well i see that as a film too i'm sure it's got that potential you know these these are the conversations they have especially after got the pulitzer and uh, i know it's now in london as well there's a, a british cast doing the show over there so and i'm sure it's going to go to broadway pretty soon i know there's lots of talk about disgrace being on broadway as well well once you guys uh get Jungle Book the Broadway yeah. I think a lot of the, they'll realize that hey these guys can act yeah. in Chicago yeah, yeah. absolutely we yeah. hope so yeah. uh, also uh, what the work you've done with um, Looking Glass yeah. in particular the one I really liked was the last act of, of Laika Kadison Luke Kadison, Luke, yeah. Luke Kadison. Uh-huh. tell us about that that was a cute role for you it was it was yeah. fun you know yeah. I. Um, it was also very rewarding in, in one way that um, the playwright is a dear friend of mine now Abby Phillips one of the playwrights that had like a huge list of playwrights um and she's from L.A. And, you know, when we started workshopping that play, the character was very different that I played. He was a, what you saw was a, um, um, a caregiver, a male mm-hmm. caregiver who was working with this elderly lady. But he was initially Ethiopian and he had a very different background. And then based on our conversations that we had in the workshop, they decided to sort of change the character and mold him into being more like me. And so they rewrote him as a, and my heritage is Pakistani, and so they rewrote him into this Pakistani man who has a lot of personal trauma in his life as well who's holding on to a few things um, so it was really really fantastic to be involved in in a production where you know they were so willing to change things for the right actor well they you know? sure made the right decision because that that was so important and that character was very strong yeah it was it, it could have easily been a throwaway character sure, but yeah. it, it turns out to be one of the pivotal characters in the in yeah the I think the relationship that he creates and yeah. uh, with uh, with the elderly lady is, is it's sweet and it's meaningful and powerful you know they, they get to know each other a little bit before her time comes yeah that's true well let's talk about the range you do because okay. I see you as a powerful dramatic actor yeah. I see you also as a as almost a clown sure. comic actor mm-hmm. how do you see yourself um, I don't know you know my uh, I, I'm willing to do whatever people are wanting to give me the opportunity to do you know mm-hmm. I, I like I like that recently I've had an opportunity to do work that's been outside of the typical range that people uh, associate me with, you know. Um, For instance, Oklahoma. I don't think anybody was expecting me to do that role. In fact, everyone was surprised when we saw your name on the list. You know, I, I said... I said, this guy's so strong, I'm sure he'll do it, you know, yeah. with Gary there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and you did. You, you really nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, it was one of those things, again, it was great to be able to do that, to surprise people, to get, you know, the reviews were great. And um, so that was nice. I, you know, I am, um, 
I have training and my degree and my master's as, as an actor was predominantly in classical work, but I've hardly done any since I've been a professional actor. The vast majority... So you've trained in Shakespeare yeah, absolutely. and all the Greek, classic the tragedies, Greek tragedy, you know, okay. all of that stuff. Uh, but I also have a, a hip-hop theater background to myself as well, and I do that sort of work as well, and I used to for a long time. Uh, I'm deaf poetry, slam poetry, and so I write my own work too. Uh, so I really feel like I, I don't like to put myself in a box. I'm sure most people would say that about themselves. But, uh, you know, I like to find work that's... Uh, exciting, interesting, meaningful. A lot of those world premieres, things like Chad Deity, Chad Deity was right up my alley, you know, when they, when they, yeah, when it play, was, it was a perfect role for you. Yeah, yes. when it came onto the table and I, I saw it and I read it and I was like, this is like you pulled out a part of my brain, you know, and put it on the page. Um, so there's definitely that part of me. Um, I really enjoy being able to do American classics um, that typically maybe people would not cast me in. You know, I would, I'm still waiting for the opportunity opportunity to do a David Mamet play or a Sam Shepard play. You know, that's what I would. Yeah. That's the challenge that I would like to. Well, you're per you'd be perfect for those because you have that intensity. Yeah. You know, it, it showed in a lot of your work to do those. Yeah. What about Shakespeare? You know, they don't. Get, <laughs> I don't know what, what's. I have that training again, but um, I haven't uh, had any success with uh, with Shakespeare in this city. Chicago Shakespeare Company. Well, it's a, it, it's like the musical comedy group. It's a it's 10, 12, 15 actors, and you mm -hmm. have to crack in. Once yeah. you crack in, you're in. You're in. Yeah, yeah, there's also a bit of a politics involved in it, where I, you know, I don't at this point in my career where I've been able to do all these really fantastic roles. Um, I don't want to do Shakespeare, where I'm the guy who shows up and says five lines and then stands up stage for the Oh, no, no, you know you, I mean? you'd have to be a featured player. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of those go to people out of New York City, so uh, that can be difficult, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it's about getting the right role. Well, let's right get into that. Uh, it, how often do you have to audition, or, or are you at a point now in your career where people offer you roles? I have a bit of both. Um, okay. The auditions that I go in for now are usually... Um, things out of New York City or uh, tours, things like that. But uh, certain theater companies know me well. I'm an ensemble member at American Theater Company. So over there, if we're thinking about something, we have a conversation and see if I might be right for it. That's how Disgraced happened. PJ, our artistic director, was like, here's this play. I think you're perfect for it. Um, we need to convince them that you're perfect for it. And that's what happened. Uh, Looking Glass is a theater company that they'll call me in for an audition, but there's usually... Uh, there, we know that there's a good possibility that they'll cast me in this. That doesn't always work out that way, but you know, I have that relationship with them. So I've had, you know, they've been. I remember there was a couple years where I had work back to back, and all of it was stuff that I got without auditioning, which is fantastic. Every uh, actor's dream, yeah, isn't it? absolutely. That's got to be. I, I still so much respect you guys when you can live with that kind of rejection. Oh, yeah. Going through that process, especially when you're starting out, yeah. all the rejection. I mean, you might go to, what, 10, 12 auditions at least before you get a role? Yeah, you know, it's it's tough. Yeah. It's uh, You have to have very thick skin. So, um, I, uh, for instance, with Mary, she still has me audition. She knows my work. She knows what I can do. She knows how I move, all that kind of stuff. But she still has me audition, which I think is right, you know. Um... But yeah, you know that's basically how it goes. I, I I'm also transitioning more and more into television and film uh, work. I've had a lot of uh, interest in Los Angeles and in New York 
for my work. Good. So, what, anything coming up? Uh, yeah, you know, a few years ago I did a, a recurring role, like four or five episodes of a television show called Damages with Glenn Close. I have uh, not seen that. Yeah, it's uh, it's now on cable, but uh, it was a really good experience for me, and that led to a few others. You know, I've done the, like most people in Chicago, I've done the episodes of Boss, I've done the episodes of the Chicago Code, things like that. Have you been in Chicago <laughs> Fire yet? Not yet, yeah. but... You will be. I, I, every time I watch <laughs> that show, I see two or three people yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I've been on for a little, I guess, unlucky or lucky, but I've been uh, working typically on, on stage while they're, while they're shooting that. I just did a pilot that will be now, the, it has been picked up for airing in Chicago called Mind Games with Christian Slater and Steve Zahn. Wow, so I did nice. a pilot episode of that and... Uh, you know, I did. I had a small role, very small role in uh, Star Trek, the new Star Trek that just came out with J.J. Abrams. So, little things here and there. And uh, for me, it's all about finding new challenges. And right now, television and film is challenging and exciting. It's something different, you know. And those are home runs, right? I mean, a film, a sure. star in a major film or, or a series, sure. you know, it, financially is a home run. Absolutely, yeah. But when I, when I talk to people who have done a lot of those television and film, they still want to get back on the stage even though you know yeah. financially it's a lot less money that need to interact with an audience yeah i mean it's artistically satis satisfying it's more satisfying i would think <clears throat> just having that interaction and and it's you know for me it's also about the rehearsal process that's oh, what's about really that. okay. really important to me is that you get to create something from from step one do you know what i mean here's mm -hmm. your script let's sit down let's read the script whatnot and in this case in the jungle book there was no script there mary, was no script mary has been writing scenes as i know she, that's how she works yeah, yeah. so, that, so wow. she had a general idea of what she read the books of course and then she has seen the film a few times a cartoon and so from that she sort of has been structuring together scenes so we would have a day when i come in and she says okay you and akash who's playing mowgli let's sit together i wrote these two pages yesterday let's read them so we'll read them talk about them read them again talk about them a bit more all right let's put it on its feet and we put it on its feet and stage it and that's been the process for this show from day one that's fascinating yeah and it's very collaborative you know i can say to mary i don't think this line really makes sense i would much rather i think i should say so and so and wow. She's like, okay, let's try it. So it's been a very open, collaborative process. But just in general, in theater, you have that opportunity to build something together. You know, I'm working with this cast of actors and this director to find moments and mm -hmm. interesting things. And it really is like an excavation. You're finding all these things uh, that you can eventually put on the stage. And when you're doing the run, too, as you continue the run, new things are being discovered well, all the time. In theater, when you're doing it from beginning to end, yeah. and you're doing it the same way basically every yeah. night, <clears throat> versus film that's shot all out of yeah. sequence, and sometimes they shoot it five or six times sure, a yeah. scene, and you don't even know what until you if you happen to see the film later, yeah. what scene they actually pick. Yeah, I, some actors have a problem dealing with that. I I don't because I've learned how to deal with theater I think theater and film are so very different but I, I like to be able to transition I, I enjoy doing the film stuff I find it fun and challenging it's new and it's different I think yeah. right now you know for me because I've done so much theater and just not as much television and film uh but you know, it's just it's just that experience of developing something together. Well, the film directors I, I've talked to have told me they love casting theater actors because yeah. they know how to get in character, they know how to learn lines, yeah. you know, and and uh, uh, that their their skill set they bring. Yeah, and, and and once they adapt to the camera, 
mm-hmm. you know, then, then everything rolls. Yeah, it's very true. Um, I will say that theater actors sometimes have to learn how to bring it down a few notches, you know, because we're so big. That's true. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to reach the yeah. person in the back of the house, especially if you're doing something in like Oklahoma where you've got 3,500 people in there, you know. Uh, and film is so detailed and specific and the camera there are times I've done scenes where the camera is literally like pasted up against my one side of my face and I have to pretend that this guy I'm talking to is in front of me but there's a camera like basically kissing my face you know uh, and those are that's a different skill set and you have to learn and figure that out and how to keep it smaller well they say that you can go from theater to film is much easier than film actors who try and go on stage yeah that's I've seen a few of them uh, Barbara Roberts or uh, 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 Julia Roberts mm-hmm. did a play on Broadway and got worse every night yeah she just couldn't do the same thing the same way each time yeah you know it's a different like you said skill set yeah it's just uh, and you know in the theater it's just about finding honesty because I think a live audience can tell when you're not being honest you know when you're yes. <clears throat> they're with you and they can because it's just like an interaction that you and I might be having you can tell if I'm speaking passionately and honestly as opposed to making it up you know mm-hmm. or just or going through the motions so okay I always ask these questions Tell me a couple of the roles that you're the proudest of that you've done. Um, I did a play a few years ago, about five years ago, at ATC also, called Celebrity Row. Uh, it was about mass murderers on death row, mm-hmm. and they overtake this uh, prison. I'm very proud of that role and that play in general because I think it was underrated and it was very, very smart. It was written by Itamar Moses. I've done a couple of mm-hmm. his shows. Um, and it was beautiful. Uh, yeah, I remember I, it was it was a yeah, unique place. Yeah, and he, I love his work, and so I'm proud of that. I'm proud of another role I played in one of his shows called The Four of Us at Theater Wit, um, where I played a sort of a neurotic uh, playwright, actually, whose friend is much more successful than him, and he's dealing with that, that they grew up together. And I loved that play because it was a two-hander, and... Uh, and it was an opportunity for me to play something that was so not racially specific. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. like we need a brown actor or we need a person from the, who might be Middle Eastern. It was just like a guy named David. And I had the opportunity to play a guy named David, you know, which I thought was great. So I'm very proud of that. And, of course, you know, VP and Chad Deity, I was very proud of that. And, and Disgraced as well, Amir and Disgraced. It was a very personal play to me that meant a lot to me. So... Okay, the, uh, the other question I always ask everybody is, what are some of the roles that you'd love to play that you haven't done, or types of mm. work? I would love to play uh, Macbeth in the Scottish play. Mm. Uh, I think I can do it. I think I could, it's something that's always been on my mind about playing. I think you'd be awesome in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I really think I could do it, but you know, we'd have to find the people who might agree with that. Um, so that's something I've thought about. I've thought about Othello as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing that would be would be something of interest to me. There's a few of them are Shakespearean, you know, Edmund from King Lear. Uh, it's another one, the sort of conniving sort of. Uh, those are roles in Shakespeare that I've always wanted to play. Um, but you know, a lot of it is just about new plays. I, I'm always open to doing some new play. Well, you've had such a great body of work in new plays. Yeah, and obviously the writers and and directors love your input yeah you know there are some actors that aren't into that kind of thing they would hand me a finished script i'll learn it and i'll yeah. play it great but they get all don't get me involved in, in yeah. helping development obviously from what you 
told me you like to be involved. Absolutely, in yeah. And you know, my mind works that way. I'm also a writer, mm -hmm. so I'm writing a play at the moment with American Theatre Company, and so hopefully in the next couple of years we'll be able to produce it. And so I, I have that interest in, in being part of more than just being more than just a guy who learns his lines and shows up. Well, it's got to help you as a playwright. Yeah, absolutely. Doing all these collaborations, all these new yeah. works, yeah. yeah, and figuring out what works and what doesn't work, and you know, and how to go about finding what works. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, keep up the good work. We're looking forward to uh, seeing the Jungle Book yes. and keeping your career going. And folks, thanks for listening. And remember, go see a play this week. Thank you. Thank you.